Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Maddie. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. With Q4 basically here, we wanted to share a few tips to help you attract potential brand partnerships as an influencer. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what was your first car? I'm actually curious to know this one for you. Uh, My first car was my mom's former Honda Accord. It was a gold Honda Accord, I think a 2006 or 2004. I don't even remember you guys, but I thought it was like, I was like a typical teenager who like drove a Honda or a Toyota. um, And it was like the perfect teenage car, I feel like. I love it. I've heard stories about this. I'm assuming this is the car about oh what that your dad put the thing on oh my gosh yes so i couldn't my dad put a muffler on my car which is like so annoying because like i'm like not one of i'm like not racing this honda but they were my my like paranoid asian parents did not want me like sneaking out and so you could hear me wherever i went when i drove um So, yeah, you could hear me, like, wherever I went. Um, if I, like, pulled into the house, you could hear my car coming. If I, like, turned off my car, you could hear my car. Um, but then I got pulled over. Oh, my gosh. Like, I literally <laughs> got pulled over because my windows were also super tinted. Um, and I happened to be, like, super dressed up that day. And I can't remember why. I was, like, 16. And the officer, like, I rolled down my window. And I was like, hi, officer. Probably very surprised that, like, you know, a tinted, tinted Honda Accord with like a muffler. And there's like a 16 year old girl and he did not give me a ticket, but he was like, you need to remove that muffler and your windows are too tinted. And I was like, okay, I'll tell my dad. And so I came home and I was like, you have to remove my muffler. And so So they removed, they removed the muffler. And then my parents like took the the tent down on the windows. Um, And my mom was like, so shook. She literally was like on my dad, like, like we oh can't do the god! I cannot believe she almost got a ticket, and I was like, "Yeah, I wasn't even like, going over the speed limit. It's just because he pulled me pulled me over for whatever. I think it was the t- yeah the tinted windows and the muffler. So yeah, drove a Honda Accord. I drove it until oh my gosh, I was like out of college. Wow, first year at first year at Boeing. I think I was at yeah, I was at Boeing, That's impressive. and I was still driving my high school car. It was great. I mean, Honda's like last forever. Yeah. Um, and then my parents were like, hey, like you have like a pretty good job. Like you don't have to buy a brand new car if you don't want one. But like, you know, just like it's probably like a good time to like replace your car. It's like passing the emissions test. Um, but like every year we're not sure if you're going to if it's going to keep driving or not. And so in 2015, I ended up buying just a newer Honda Honda Civic Coupe and so anyways yeah I've just driven Hondas for the whole time (laughs) I love it my first car was actually it wasn't the exact same as my dad's but it looked the exact same it was a Jeep Cherokee it was green and it was beautiful she was my baby and she was a 1995 Jeep Cherokee I paid for her all by myself it was four thousand dollars and I saved and I bought it and it was fantastic. It died <laughs> recently. My sister, like it kinda it was kinda weird because I bought it, but like we, we kinda passed it along 
through the siblings, like, when I didn't need a car during college. So, like, my sister got it, and then my other sister got it, and then it finally ended with my brother, who, like, they painted it black for, which is like, come on, you guys. It was so cute. It had so much personality, and then they just painted it matte black, which, teach their own, whatever but I was upset. So they painted it matte black and then she died when my sister forgot to put oil in her. Well, actually him. His name was Ramon. Love Rip it. Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So we're just going to jump in today's mini-sode about how you attract potential brand partners to work with as an influencer. And tip number one for you guys is to revamp your Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, blog, bio. So your social media or webpage is your online resume. Your bio needs to include your name. You guys, it's 2021 and we're still seeing creators forget to put their name. Put your name. Please put your name in your bio. You don't have to put your last name, but just put your first name. We're unless, not going to know what to call you. Yeah. And it's like people, brands want to address you by your name, not just by your handle. And if you want to like build a more personal relationship with your audience and brands, like just put your name. So please put your name. Also recommend adding your purpose, your mission statement, or your content pillars that you create content about. Add your location. So this could be your city, your state, or the region that you live in. And again, add your email address, you guys. So your email address, just as a reminder, does not show up on desktop. If influencer agencies and PR agencies are casting you for campaigns, they are most likely looking at their desktop and clicking through like Instagram profiles of creators and your email address. There's no email button on the desktop version. So that's why you should include that in your bio. So it's Q4. Great time. Revamp your bio. Go through it. Make sure that your bio is reflecting who you are as a creator, where you're located, and that people are able to like see, you know, just like who you are and what you do. Um, very quickly if they're up on your page. Absolutely. And tip number two is to clarify what type of creator you are. So are you a fashion and lifestyle creator? Are you a sustainability and yoga influencer? Are you a home decor blogger or in DIY fashion, DIY home goods? Are you a foodie who shares easy recipes in under 30 minutes? Like something similar to kind of we know what kind of content you create and we can understand that just by a quick look at your page. And this is important because when brands are casting influencers for campaign, your brand alignment, if the team, which is basically means if the team or brand can see you representing or embodying their brand, if someone can't look at your page and clearly see who you are, where you're located, what you do, it's more work for the brand to determine whether you'd be a great fit for the campaign. And honestly, you guys, with how many creators that they're probably going through on a daily basis, they might just move past. Yeah. And one thing I don't think people realize is that Every brand and PR agency and influence agency does work differently and there's teams within those. And some of these teams are looking to fulfill specific verticals. And so I get casted for food campaigns all the time because I'm fashion and lifestyle, yeah. right? They are already reaching foodies and they want to reach out to another market and fashion and lifestyle is one of those. And I talk about food as fashion and lifestyle. It's not my sole thing, but people do pay attention to what I eat, where I'm eating, what I'm recommending. And so that works for 
brand partnerships. And so that's why we also recommend just clarifying what type of creator you are. And to clarify, vertical basically means a category. So, oh, sorry. Yes. Well, no, no, no. Because I, I just remember, like, I think there's so many different terms that you and I use interchangeably that we just don't really think about. Because I remember very vividly not knowing what that word meant in my sales class. And they did like a whole presentation on it. And I was like, wow, OK, I don't think we needed to go that far. I think you could have given me like a one sentence. Like, then I would have got it. But vertical is basically just like a category. So similar to like what type of creator you are, if you're a fashion lifestyle, that's a vertical you know like if you're a foodie that's Mm -hmm. a vertical like fitness yoga right those are like different verticals or categories that brands like look to fill and sometimes right brand partnerships will be just yoga and fitness creators but there are other times when they want to reach other markets all right you guys so tip number three is you've organically talked about the brand you've used the relevant hashtags you've tagged the brands and used branded hashtags even if you're talking about the brand in ig stories still tag them and use their hashtags there are some brands out there who will not work with influencers if they've never used or mentioned the brand before. So here are a few examples of how to organically talk about brands if this is something you're looking to do. So if you're a beauty or skincare creator, you can talk about brands you are using in your skincare routine, or you could do a get ready with me TikTok video or reel. If you're a foodie creator who creates recipes, you can talk and tag the different pr- food products you're using to create the recipe or even the grocery store you shopped at to buy your groceries. And if you are a DIY YouTuber, you can talk about where you got your paint or art supplies, where you bought or thrifted pieces, and where others can find similar pieces to create their own DIY art for their homes. Yeah, super easy, you guys. Just think about the brands that you use on a daily basis and just tag them share that I th- your followers would love to see that anyways because they'll want to see those things from you so just keep kind of organically talking about them and I think that's a great way some brands have even like seen that and like will reach out and say hey would you like to work together on a campaign I've had that happen once or twice I'd say it's a little more rare especially if it's a bigger brand but it's definitely not impossible especially with smaller brands I'd say having that love like I'll get some comments back from like a small business owner that I was like oh my gosh thank you for sharing this and just things like that I think can start to build some really great relationships with brands so thank you guys so much for listening to this week's mini-sode. If we haven't connected yet on Instagram, you can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at Content Creators Podcast. Make sure you guys join our podcast Facebook group and sign up for our email newsletter, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.